The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live at the Dish Professionals. Give them a call, 801-424-DISH, or you can stop by and see us. As, uh, just had a listener, longtime jazz fan, talking to us here at 80th South and State. But li- right now, let's uh, get out to the Smart Rain special guest line and talk a little NFL football. It's no mystery uh, Utah's in an extreme drought. That is why Smart Rain is the solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation smartly. Find out more at smartrain.net. He makes the magic happen for CBS Sports. He's Josh Edwards with us here on The Big Show. Josh, thanks for a few minutes. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I'm uh, happy to be joining you guys, happy to be talking about some football as we approach the regular season. So uh, what did you think about uh, the the, uh, the Patriots cutting Cam Newton today? I didn't see that coming. Yeah, I think it was a bit of a surprise. If you had told me that they were going to go with Mac Jones, I don't know that I would have been surprised by that. Uh, but I was surprised that they just outright cut Cam Newton because you have essentially no depth at the position now. So um, all of this work that Bill Belichick has done this offseason to cultivate a competitive roster, uh, one that we did not see last year, uh, could be undone by the injury to an injury to Mac Jones. So um, he left himself a little bit vulnerable, uh, but I don't, think that it's too surprising Mac Jones was uh, named the starter because he has performed really well in the preseason. Do you think uh, that uh, Belichick was trying to avoid any kind of pressure on Jones to have Cam there, or was there something else going on? Because Cam seemed like he was coming along nicely, relatively speaking. Yeah, I think he wanted an insurance policy, somebody that has been there and has done that. Um, at the same time, I think Mac Jones progressed quicker than anybody had thought he would. Um, Ryan Wilson, one of our draft experts at CBS Sports, was a very vocal advocate of Mac Jones. And to be honest, I was a little bit skeptical. Uh, he has some athletic limitations, uh, didn't look overly impressive at his pro day, which, again, you have to take that with a grain of salt. But uh, a guy that has come into Foxborough and has established a really good understanding of the playbook and the way to execute it and has uh, achieved the the support of his teammates. So when all of those boxes were checked, I mean, it made it pretty easy for Belichick to go with Mac Jones, who is more in the mold of a Tom Brady than, than what Cam Newton had given them over the prior year. So I want to follow that up because so many times Jake and I have talked about the percentages the percentages of successful rookie quarterbacks. And you look at this year's crop and Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Mac Jones. I mean, when you look at the percentage, you think, okay, maybe one or two of them will pan out. But I don't know. I'm starting to wonder if, if, uh, if, if maybe all of them will pan out. It's interesting because I find myself thinking about the same thing. Um, You know, I, 
the the statistics are there. You know, two, maybe three of these guys would historically have success based on the past because um, you had five quarterbacks taken in the first round. So theoretically, you get 50% at best um, from rookie quarterbacks taken in the first round. We've seen a lot of positive play from all five of those quarterbacks at different points of time. Um, in a lot of cases where first-round picks have faltered in the past, it's been a case of poor, uh, poor support, uh, whether that's the type of talent around them, the coaching, the instability of the front office, whatever it may be, there's always these limiting factors surrounding rookie quarterbacks. But this year, Trevor Lawrence is arguably in the worst situation, but he's got the most talent to possibly supersede that limitation. So, um, like you, I've seen all of this positive play from the rookie quarterbacks during the preseason, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I know what history tells me, but how are any of these guys not going to be successful in the NFL? And maybe it comes down to injuries. Heaven forbid that's, you know, how this plays out, but that's the reality of the situation. We don't know um, what is going to happen. Maybe some of these, these quarterbacks – have a change of head coach after the season and they go into a new system and they never establish any sort of a rhythm. Maybe that's what throws them off their eventual path of of having success. But I am very excited about what all of these young quarterbacks have brought to the table thus far. And I think just NFL fans in general should be excited about the future of the position. You mentioned the Jaguars. Will Urban Meyer be successful in the NFL? Uh, I'm going to say no. I, I've not been the biggest supporter of Urban um, in Jacksonville. I just I, I never thought that that was a good fit, uh, specifically for where they are as a franchise. Um, and I think a lot of the decisions that he's made this off season have, have have been are easily questioned. I think that's a polite way to put it. Um, a lot of the comments that he's made has has given me reason to doubt the hands that Trevor Lawrence is in this coming season. So, uh, you know, there's a lot left to play out. He could very well prove me wrong, but I think they're off to a rocky start there in Jacksonville. Let me ask you about uh, the three local quarterbacks, uh, Jake. Oh, well, I guess there's four, four uh, that are in the NFL that we're familiar with. I want to get your opinion on each one of them. We, we mentioned Zach Wilson. He's, He's uh, doing good things so far, obviously. And then there's uh, uh, Tyler Huntley, and there's Jordan Love, and there's Taysom Hill. What are your thoughts on those guys? So we'll start with uh, Zach Wilson, who I came on your show previously and just raved about Zach Wilson because I love his natural ability as a passer and felt like, um, he's a guy that could translate really well to the NFL. Uh, I think he went into a great situation with, with Robert Sala as the head coach because I have a lot of respect for Robert Sala. I think he is the type of coach that's going to be able to elevate that team and have success in the Big Apple. Um, so I'm excited about what he can do there. Uh, we need to see it translate to a regular season format, but I think there are reasons to be excited um, about his future. Uh, Jordan Love, obviously he's going to be on the bench again this year unless something happens to Aaron Rodgers. Um, I don't know what to make of him at this point because this back and forth between Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers has probably shaken his confidence a little bit. 
to me, even though Aaron Rodgers played at an MVP level, Green Bay's willingness to kind of bend over backwards to get Rodgers back in the fold kind of leads me to believe that maybe they're not quite happy about where he is at this point in his development. Um, so there's plenty of time left for this to play out in his career. Uh, we've certainly seen Green Bay do this previously with uh, Brett Favre and then to Aaron Rodgers. So, I mean, it could it could flip-flop at any moment, but I think there's a reason that Green Bay was probably so excited uh, to get Rodgers back in the fold. Taysom, um, that's an interesting situation because he was known as this gimmicky quarterback last year with uh, Drew Brees serving as the primary quarterback, um, more of a run type of quarterback, but he changed his body this offseason to a point where he could really compete for the starting role. Uh, so now that he's reshaped his figure, um, I don't know that he's going to have as much success as this running quarterback now. So um, his role may be entirely gone from New Orleans' offense. I, I have no clue. Obviously, Sean Payton is the only one that has any clue what is to come of, of Taysom Hill in that offense. But I think Jameis Winston does give that team the most upside as a passer. Um, as a passer, and, and, you know, he's got a little bit of running ability as well. So I was not surprised that that's the route that they ended up taking. Um, but I'm going to be very intrigued to see what happens with Taysom Hill because I know Sean Payton loves him, but it's kind of tough to see him having the same role as he did a year ago. Uh, Tyler Huntley, a guy that I thought had some intriguing intangibles um, at Utah when he was there, obviously went undrafted. I haven't seen much of him in the preseason, um, and I haven't seen if he's stuck with the, on the roster to this point, but um, I'm assuming he is just based on the conversation. So excited to see you know, a little bit more of him. Hopefully we don't see him too soon because that would mean something to Lamar Jackson, but a guy with, with a lot of intriguing traits. He was responsible for five touchdowns in that last preseason game, so he must be uh, impressing some folks there with the Ravens. Right. Yep. Josh Edwards is with us from CBS Sports, talking a little NFL football, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Josh, are the Chiefs the favorite, would you say? I think the Chiefs are the favorite. It's You can't really overlook them because I think the biggest weakness that everybody saw play out in primetime last year in the Super Bowl was their offensive line. That was obviously a weakness to that franchise and what they were hoping to accomplish on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, they fortified that in a big way this offseason, obviously trading for Orlando Brown. Um, you get a couple of rookies who I thought were – better than where they were drafted. Uh, that's Creed Humphrey, the center, and then Trey Smith, the guard from Tennessee. So you've added some really nice pieces to that offensive line to the point where I think they're in better shape, and that's a little bit scary when you consider you've got Patrick Mahomes back there, you've got Clyde Edwards-Alaire, this first-round running back from a year ago that they really were unable to get started the way that they had hoped a year ago. Um, and then everybody's kind of wondering, you know, who that third target is that emerges, um, you know, in the passing game. But when you've got Travis Kelsey and you've got Tyree Kill, you really don't need to worry about that third option. And maybe even Edwards-Alaire takes some of those targets to be the third option because he was a great pass catcher 
um, coming into the NFL. But I think the Chiefs still, for me, are the favorite within the AFC. You've obviously got the Bills, the Browns, possibly providing a little bit of pressure to them. And then the, the Buccaneers, I mean, to return essentially everybody on that roster from a year ago, you have to understand that they're going to be back in the mix. I think the Packers are going to be improved with a better defense. Aaron Rodgers is back. You've got um, a couple of new pieces on the offensive side of the ball in the skill room. So I think they'll be an improved team. I think it's going to be a really fun year. I, I think the 49ers are going to be back. I think the Rams could be better with Matthew Stafford. I think we're going to have more contenders than just the Chiefs. But, man, it's it's difficult to bet against the Chiefs just knowing how dynamic that offense is with Andy Reid. Which one of those teams uh, do you think is best suited uh, to to put up a real challenge out of all the ones you mentioned there other than the Chiefs? Yeah, it's it's kind of the easy way out um, to say Tampa Bay because we've already seen that play out. So, um, you, you know, they're obviously going to be a formidable challenge because of the defensive structure that they have in place. But to go outside of the box, I will say – the biggest competitor to the Chiefs, I think, might actually be the Browns, simply because they've added so much to the secondary this offseason. Um, you know, they were kind of outmatched last year in the divisional round against the Chiefs, didn't have an answer for some of those skill pieces. Um, and then Patrick Mahomes went out. That changed the game, obviously. But uh, Cleveland now has added John Johnson free agency. They signed Troy Hill. Uh, they drafted Greg Newsom, a corner in the first round. And they get Grant Delpit and Greedy Williams back from injuries a year ago. So they have totally revamped that secondary to the point where I think they've got a lot of versatility. They're going to be able to give Kansas City a lot of different looks. And the most exciting part about that narrative is that those two teams will match up in week one. So very early we're going to see just how well this new-look Browns team is going to be able to stack up against probably the best team in the NFL. Well, Josh, thank you for jumping on with us again. We really appreciate it. And, uh, hey, we'll catch up with you soon and uh, be talking about actual games. That'll be nice. Yeah, no question. It's, uh, you know, it, it's fun to talk about the hypotheticals, but the fact that we'll actually have some game action to talk about here soon is, is really exciting. So happy to join you guys. I'm happy to be on any time. So, uh, you know, just let me know. Thanks, right. Josh. Uh, that's Josh Edwards from CBS Sports jumping on talking a little NFL. Does is, is it feel weird? Is it just me or talking about the Browns being good? Does that yes. just feel very strange? I had the same thought. <laughs> very strange. I had the same exact thought. Who's next? The Kings? All of a sudden, <laughs> are we going to be talking about Sacramento making a move in the NBA? Well, it's the thing about the NFL. The teams can are a little more fluid. I'll tell you this, Baker Mayfield is better than I ever thought he would be. Yeah, I'll agree with that. When they picked him, I thought, oh, well, there's another reach. Typical Browns going for the headline grabber, right? And, you know, he it has been perfect for him. And I don't know if he's one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL yet, but he's he's far from a bust and, and certainly has exceeded my expectations. Is he still living in a stadium? Oh, that silly commercial. That was part of his issue. I think he needed to – you don't see – as I think you still see some of the silliness because he's, he's a big personality. I don't think that will go away. But he was doing those commercials after his first year. And you remember him shaving on the yeah. sideline and all yeah. this 
you know, weird kind of look at me behavior. Has he flipped anybody off lately? I don't know about that. And I don't think, you know, like I said, strong personality. I don't think you'll you'll get rid of all of that. But I think he has matured a little bit. You don't see as much of the weird stuff with him anymore. You know, we've talked about it a lot. Quarterbacks are such an important position in football. I mean, it's just head and shoulders above every other position in importance and significance and the, the success of a team. And I wonder if other players get tired of it after a while. But, you know, they're depending on these guys too. But when I see that Ohio State's quarterback is signed for $1.4 million in NIL. Oh, uh, it, to answer but, your but question. Same thing at the pro level, though. I mean, the quarterbacks get the money. They get the attention. They get the endorsements. They get, they get it all, man. Of course it rubs their teammates the wrong way. 100%. Absolutely. But that's why they have to be good. Because if if you're really good, then it doesn't matter what the uh, the teammates think. It makes no difference. They have to fall in line and they got to like it or they're moving on, right? It's when you get all that stuff but you're not playing to back it up where <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this good for that Ohio State kid, I guess. Uh, but you know how much pressure that puts on him? Well, one point four million. Even Austin you know, would be happy with that. I mean, you know, that puts a incredible amount of pressure on him. Every throw has more uh, pressure put on it because of that whole thing. And that, that's the thing when you go out and do these you know, the commercials and that sort of thing. It's one thing when you're Peyton Manning, and nobody could ever question your performance on the field ever. It's another thing when you're Baker Mayfield coming off a rookie season where you were okay, you were good for a rookie, and then all of a sudden you're doing all this and basking in the, the glory of it all, and I'm sure teammates are like, okay, partner, slow slow down a little bit, right? You haven't You haven't arrived quite yet. Well, I think you articulated that really well, Jake. Either you get all the glory or you get the blame. Right, and, and that's what you bring on yourself. Well, I mean, you may bring it on yourself, but I think the position brings it on you. But a little humility, I think, goes a long way for athletes in general. Well, maybe humans in general. But I don't know. I bet he. I bet he's more popular with his teammates now than he was, certainly. Yeah, then. because now they know they can trust him, or at least they believe they that can. That he's put some, some film. You know, he's put some money in the bank. You know what I mean? He's had some games where he's gone out and performed for his teammates. Well, that's what I find so fascinating uh, about this this rookie crop of quarterbacks, including Zach Wilson. Obviously, many people here are very familiar with him, but I think it's true for, for all of them, you know? Especially uh, Zach and now Mac. Uh, I don't – Trey Lance, they're saying, might be platooned or something with Garoppolo. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was put through that – fake quarterback competition down there in Jacksonville. I don't know what Justin Fields is going to, who's going to, who's going to get it there. Has there been an announcement on that yet? Haven't seen it. So these guys, uh, you know, they come in, they're, they're much ballyhooed. See, I, I think veterans don't like rookies anyway. Well, the thing is, is more than one of these rookies is going to fail. Uh, but I'm not sure about I that. I know you're not, but I, the I history would tell you that more okay. than one is going you to You tell fail. me if I'm crazy. I don't really like the way Trey Lance throws the football. It looks like a heave to me. I, I, and maybe I haven't watched him enough to, to really say that, I guess. But it's not a flick of the wrist with him. 
I've thought that about other quarterbacks. Well, it wasn't it wasn't too. that way with Philip Rivers, you know. But I I think that those are the exceptions. I don't think that those guys are the rule. I think you have to have the ability to throw, and that comes with motion and things like that. You Would know? you be willing to uh, to do an incriminating audio if to back up what you just said? Well, define fail. Uh, we know it when we see it. I'm not. I'm not agreeing to anything with. We know it when we see it. Austin, we know it when we see it, don't we? Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm saying that there's a good chance that all five of those, or at least four out of the five, will be successful. You're saying not, and I don't want to get involved in this wager, but I think you came across so strong that you would be willing to. Uh, Back that up with an incriminating audio if you are incorrect. You don't right? want to put anything up, but you're no, uh, totally no willing to let Jake do it. Yes, uh-huh. because Jake's yeah, the one right. who said it. So, <laughs> such I, I agree. Strength. All right, so I'll in ten bet years, you, but no, I can't lose. Ten years. In ten no, years, if no, all five of them are in no. the league, still at the end of this year, we'll be able to characterize. No, that's situation. ridiculous. Absolutely this season, not. we'll be able to figure that out. No, we won't. <laughs> according a to rookie what, quarterback, according, well, you just according, got done saying that not all of them are even guaranteed to start. Well, that's true, but but we'll be able to tell whether they have a future in the NFL. We will, not and Austin stop and it. I will be the judges. No, we'll, okay, we're not agreeing to that either. All right, that's a terrible deal. More next on the big show, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The zone.